Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 402, for Saturday, April 8th, 2017. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 games ranked on Board Game Geek. This data, though, comes from April 1st, 2017. Uh, since they post it so late in the day anymore, it's very hard for me to do same-day turnaround. Well, though I anticipated that this game would fall out of the top 10 this time around, it has managed to hold on by its fingernails to the number 10 position. After spending a year at number 6, and last quarter sliding back to number 9, sliding back one more spot to number 10 is Puerto Rico by Andrea Seafarth, published by Rio Grande Games with a rating of 7.99. That is a one-point decline for the, was that the fourth time in a row. It has lost one point quarter over quarter. But in the precise average to the three-digit decimal places, it has had its smallest decline since July of 2015. Though, again, it will certainly be gone by next quarter. In fact, here we are just one week later, and it's actually already gone. But at the time of this capture of data, Gloomhaven was at number 11, but only 16 points behind in the precise rating, with Terraforming Mars at number 14, only back by 34. Climbing back up one spot, after losing two positions last time around, is the Castles of Burgundy by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger, also with a rating of 7.99. That is flat for the third quarter in a row, although its precise rating is 7.994 in comparison with Puerto Rico's 7.988, so a difference of six points between the two. However, Castles of Burgundy's is flat even in the precise rating for the third time in a row. That is not going to be conducive to staying around in the top 10 in this highly competitive environment. Last quarter it dropped two positions. This quarter it drops one more to number 8, Caverna, the Cave Farmers, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 802, that is down one point for the third quarter in a row. And in the precise, it lost 12 points. That's the largest decline it has had. It's had it two other times in July of 2015 and January of 2016, but now has matched that worst performance again. The last time Caverna was number eight was way back in July of 2014. It is the fourth longest running game in the top 10. This is its 12th quarter, but it too looks to be on the way out. Climbing one spot to number seven, so switching places with Caverna, is Seven Wonders Duel by Antoine Boza and Bruno Catala, published by Repos Production with a rating of 803. That is a one-point gain after back-to-back -back quarters of three-point gains. And when it originally came into the top ten, it had a six-point gain. In the precise, only a five-point gain, though. So it has dramatically slowed its ascent. Holding steady at number six for the second quarter in a row is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with a rating of 809. That is a four-point jump in the 
in its rating. That's the non-precise, of course. And that's a six-point gap between Scythe and Seven Wonders Duel, which is enormous. In fact, it's so enormous that even a huge four-point jump like that wasn't enough to move position. That rating of 809 makes this the highest-rated number six game since July of 2013, when Eclipse was number six with the same rating, 809. At number five for the second quarter in a row, Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with a rating of 814, so a five-point gap between Rebellion and Scythe, and, and that's actually grown since last quarter. Rebellion picked up six points, with Scythe only picking up four quarter over quarter. And so it has dramatically closed the gap on the top four games, still not enough to push it out of the number five position. So holding on to number four for the fourth quarter in a row is Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.15. In the precise rating, that's 8.152, and that is exactly the same as it's been the last two quarters. So just like with the Castles of Burgundy, that's three times in a row with no change in its precise rating. That is not going to be good enough for it to hold on to number four next time, since Rebellion picked up 67 points in the precise rating and is now only nine points behind there. So it is certain, basically certain, to catch Terra Mystica for number four. Scythe catching it seems a little less likely, since its rate of ascent really dramatically slowed. It had an 84-point gain to climb into the top 10 in the precise, but this time around only 35. On that trajectory, you'd expect it not to gain very much more next quarter, but even if it, it would have to go almost back to its previous gain to be able to catch Terra Mystica. At number three for the third quarter in a row is Twilight Struggle, by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with 8.22, that is down one point, and its precise rating is 8.222, which is the lowest rating it has seen since April of last year, when it was 8.219. So it's starting to give back the gains it made late last year. Still, in the non-precise rating, seven-point gap between Twilight Struggle and Terra Mystica, then it's a six-point gap from Terra Mystica through Rebellion to Scythe, and a six-point gap again between Scythe and Seven Wonders Duel. So things are spacing out here at the top, and that includes uh, between the top games. At number two for the third quarter in a row is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadl, published by Czech Games Edition with a rating of 831. That's a three-point gain. It just keeps... Plugging right along. Three-point gain this time around, four-point gain last quarter, five-point gain the quarter before. That means it has expanded the gap between itself and Twilight Struggle from five points to nine. But at number one for the sixth quarter in a row is Pandemic Legacy by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 848. That's a two-point gain, so it continues to expand and Notch, last week, at last time around, last quarter, had the highest recorded rating ever, so every time it sets a new peak, it's a new all-time peak. 
However, interestingly, the gap between pandemic legacy and through the ages has, there was an 18 point gap in the non-precise last time, now only 17. Of course, 17, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it right here, that is completely impossible for through the ages to close that gap because pandemic legacy, if you look at the number of ratings that it has, it has so many more ratings than through the ages. Pandemic Legacy is about 16,500 ratings. Through the Ages is about 6,500. While its average rating is higher than Pandemic Legacy's, Through the Ages average rating is 8.76 and Pandemic Legacy is 8.67. Uh, Through the Ages has been slowly tailing off and Pandemic Legacy's average rating, crazily enough, has actually been slowly climbing over the last year. So there'll be a point where through the ages, average rating is going to be about the same as or lower than pandemic legacies, or at least close to, it's never gonna be so much higher and it's never gonna have enough voters that it's ever going to catch it. However, watch out for Gloomhaven. We'll see it next quarter. For Saturday, April 8th, 2017,